Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Good evening, everyone. You're now listening to WLS, the voice of Prairie Farmer Chicago. The Johnson Wax Program. Makers of Johnson's Wax apply another coat of syncopation to a polished period of persiflage with Rico Martelli's orchestra, Kay Donna, Hugh Studebaker, Tom Post, and Marion and Jim as your versatile pair of box poppers, Fibber McGee and Molly. Tonight, tonight Fibber and Molly are playing a return engagement for the Wistful Vista radio station. And they're taking a microphone down on the street to interview the passers-by. Go ahead, McGee. Uh, okay. <laughs> Greetings, friends of the ether waves. This is... Hey, what is this? Well, who's making that noise, Molly? Oh, oh. it's Marcelli and his silver cornet band parading to the bandstand. <laughs> they would have to parade when we're box popping. We'll go on anyway, McGee. Okay. Greetings, friends of the ether waves. Oh, you said that before. This is Fibber McGee and Molly, here on the corner of 14th and Oak Street, to interview our citizens. We are here tonight, my friends. Oh, Dad Bennett, let's listen to the Dad Bennett band. If you want to have an attractive home, you must first of all look to your floors. And please keep in mind that Johnson's Glow Coat will give your floors and linoleum a beautiful gleaming polish in a few minutes' time without any work of rubbing or buffing. There's no finer floor polish made than this easy-to-use, no-rubbing polish, Johnson's Glow Coat.
Sally, and his silver cornet band drowned me out as I was trying to... <laughs> Who's that ringing that bell, Molly? Oh, it's just the Santa Claus on the corner there, McGee. Oh. <laughs> well, I can see he's going to be a big help to this broadcast. Oh, forget it, McGee. Oh, look, here comes Silly Watson. He'll answer some questions. Oh, Silly. Hey, Sil. Come on over here, Mike. How do, Miss McGee? How do, Miss McGee? What are y'all doing with that thing? It's a microphone, Silly. What are y'all doing that little microphone? That thing. We're interviewing folks, Silly, and you're the first. Don't mind answering a few questions, do you, Sil? About what? Shucks, what's the difference? <clears throat> Greetings, friends of the ether waves. Here we are with the portable microphone down here onto the busy intersection of 14th and Oak Streets here in Wistful Vista. I'll hold the microphone so you can hear the roar of the traffic. Listen. Yes, that's <laughs> You hear that, folks? Admiral Bird just passed by. <laughs> Start interviewing, McGee. And here, folks, is our first interview. Mr. Silvius Watson. You start, Molly. Take the mic. Sure. Uh, what is your name, me boy? Go on, man. Y'all know me. Silly Watson. Well, where do you work, Mr. Watson? What? I said, where do you work, silly? Well, I just help my old man. Oh, you help your father. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Uh, what does he do, boy? Who? Your old man. Uh, your father. Oh, he out of a job. Oh. <laughs> Well, how can you help him when he's out of a job? Yeah, the funny thing, ma'am, you know, he done asked me that same thing this morning. <laughs> if y'all don't mind, I gotta take this here package over to the city hall. Oh, and now, don't be in a hurry, Silvius. We ain't even got started yet, bud. Now, let's see. What were some of them questions, Molly? Well, one of them was, do you think the next big political movement will be progressive or reactionary? What do you think, silly? What? Answer the question, Silvius. Yes, ma'am, but I don't hardly remember it, ma'am. Do you think the next big political movement will be progressive or reactionary? Yes, I should say so. <laughs> if y'all don't mind, I've got to take this here package over to City Hall. Now, don't be in a hurry, Silvius. Heavenly days, there's millions of folks wanting to hear your answers. Now, what did you have for Thanksgiving? Chicken or turkey? What? Which did you have for Thanksgiving, Sil? Chicken or turkey? Answer the question, why don't you? You say there's thousands of people around here listening to what I got to say about that? Sure. Y'all mean to go out and know if I had chicken or turkey in my house? You betcha. Yeah. What's the answer? Ain't no answer, boss. I talked too much one time before and I got 90 days. No, so we ate hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, friends, that's that. <laughs> Pipe down over there, Sandy Claus. Oh, let it go, McGee. Listen, Sylvia, yeah. one thing we're trying to do is to show the radio audience the interesting things that folks do during the business day. Yes, ma'am. So just what are you doing now, Sil? Why? <laughs> Where are you going with the package, my boy? I'm taking it over to the mayor's office, please, ma'am. The mayor's office, huh? <clears throat> do you hear that, friends? It just goes to show how every one of us can do his bit for our fair city and be a useful citizen. It also shows how our honorable mayor is too busy doing your work and my work to be running trifling errands. Well, it ain't no trifling errands. Huh? Oh, is it important, silly? Yes, and I should say so. The mayor can't see nobody at all like it back with his here little old package, ma'am. No? Oh, and why not? 
It's his pants, ma'am. I just took them over to be pressed, is all. I better be gone. <laughs> oh, hold it a minute, McGee. Here comes the officer on the corner. Yeah, got a kind of a dirty look, too, Molly. We ain't obstructing traffic or nothing, are we? No, we're not. And one wise crack out of that big flat foot and I'll... Oh, no, you won't, Molly. I'll handle him. Let him get smart with me and I'll lay him so flat onto his back that he'll... <clears throat> oh, hello there, officer. <laughs> nice day, ain't it? Well, I don't think it is, no. Well, uh, it is clouding up, mate. <laughs> officer. Well, what do you want? Uh, we're interviewing representative citizens, and we thought it'd be a fine thing if an officer of the law would answer a few questions. Oh, you thought so, did you? Well, it's my privilege to be asking questions myself and not answering. I ain't been doing me duty directing traffic all morning in the cold just to be jabbered at by a couple of cranks. If there was a stroke of sense in the department, oh, which there never was and never will be, I, I wouldn't be forced to listen to a well, lot you're, of... You're, you're doing fine, officer. The whole town's listening to you on the radio. Oh, oh, <laughs> on the radio, you mean... I, I, <clears throat> uh, this is Officer Slattery speaking, uh, showing you what it would be like if every man in the department wasn't on the job. Every minute of the day, polite and all to the citizens. Uh, and now, ma'am, uh, now that we've had our little joke, uh, would you be like to ask me some questions? Would you like to answer one, sir? Uh, sure, I would that. Anything to help out, go ahead. Well, sir, I just got one question to ask you, bud. Uh, sure, and I'll be answering it to the best of my ability, sir. <laughs> okay. Do you think you'll ever amount to anything? <laughs> What's that? I... <laughs> uh, friends of these are waves. <laughs> That was that great officer and hail feller all wet, Officer Slattery. Not Slattery, Slattery. And there can be no kick in the Slattery's home with a fine officer like him on duty. <laughs> hey, you Santa Claus, what's the matter with you? You got ants in your McGee. Well, <laughs> anyway, he's got crickets in his chimney, Molly. He's got what? Crickets in his chimney. Didn't you ever hear of chimney crickets? <laughs> you get it, Molly? Ah, tain't funny, McGee. Okay. Oh, but look, here comes somebody. Ah, looks like a foreigner, Molly. Yoo-hoo, mister. May we ask you some questions? Si, senorina. Si, si, si. Si, 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 worker. <laughs> We're interviewing folks for the radio station, bud. You speak English? Oh, yes. I speak English very good. Fine. <laughs> That's more than McGee does. <laughs> but listen, uh, do you think the next big political movement will be progressive or reactionary? Questa è una domanda stupida. Perché me la domanda ci ho? A me non me ne interessa affatto. Quel che voglio è correre da ingignori, mangiare un bel piatto d'antipasto, mostaccioli e spumone. Well, sure, now that's real interesting. Isn't it, McGee? You betcha, bud. That's the best answer we've had today. <laughs> You sprechen Sie Deutsch pretty good for a stranger. Voy andar a gettarti nel lago. I'll say so. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> What did he say, McGee? Uh, well, uh, it was... Uh, uh, he says... Uh, uh, well, say, I wonder if anybody in the crowd here can give us a real good translation. Huh? Oh, sure, you bet. I'm making the first-class translation. Okay. Fine. Tell us what the man said, will you please? Sure, I tell you very quick. He said that there's an easier, better way to keep oh, your floors and linoleum sparkling and clean. 
Just try using Johnson's Glow Coat, the remarkable no-rubbing liquid polish that quickly dries to a beautiful luster while you're taking it easy. There's no rubbing or buffing when you use Glow Coat. No more soiled, dingy-looking floors. No more worry about children tracking in dirt. You'll get lots of compliments on your lovely shining floors once you try this easy-to-use floor polish, Glow Coat, made by the makers of Johnson's Wax. Hey, listen, bud. Uh, we didn't ask you... That's right. You haven't asked me if you save money by buying Johnson's Glow Coat in the large-size can. Yes, sir, you do. You save up to one-third. Well, I'll be seeing you, folks. Go on, man. <laughs> uh, can you beat that, Molly? Chuck, that fellow ought to be a radio announcer. <laughs> Better get back to your broadcast, Mickey. Okay. Say, we ain't interviewed no gals under this thing yet. Well, here's your chance. Uh, pardon me, ma'am. Oh, hello. What's the matter? Hi there, Toots. McGee. <laughs> Good evening, ma'am. We're the inquiring reporters for the Wistful Vista radio station. Yes? Yes. Mind if we ask you some questions, ma'am? Oh, not at all. I have plenty of time to get to my music lessons. Oh, you're a, a musician. Used to play the kazoo a mite myself, baby. <laughs> Kid Kazoo, they called me. Kid Kazoo, the concert king of Kalamazoo. I always... Mickey, who's being interviewed? Her or you? Well, I just thought I'd mention it. <laughs> I used to play the zither, too, ma'am, till the neighbors... Till got... the neighbors went crazy. <laughs> Chuck, I didn't drive them crazy. But I was instrumental. <laughs> <laughs> you get it, too? That uh, ain't funny, Mickey. Okay. Uh, what's your name, ma'am? Kay Donna. And uh, what do you play? Oh, I don't play any instrument. I sing. Well, now, isn't that fine? And where have you sung? Oh, I've sung in the concert stage. Chautauqua, the Orpheus Circuit, Mine. the Cosmopolitan Opera, with the Peoria Symphony, Ooh. the San Lupo Operetta Company, and a few years in the Imperial Russian Theater. Well, shucks, sis. Just you don't get discouraged. You'll get someplace yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will you sing for us, uh, Miss Donna? Certainly. Uh, what would you like to sing? How about soon? Okay, Toot. We'll get the boys in the bandstand over there to play first. Hey, Marshmallow. Yes? Play soon, right away. <laughs> Just the two of us, 
greatly and so discreetly will be completely alone. Not a word, only our own. Now we must be contented with things about the truth Yes, we can have our sweet scented dreams that will come true for for presently and pleasantly. Our hearts will be in tune. So soon, maybe not Remember me? Officer Slattery. And always glad to be of assistance to the citizens. Always. Get away from that microphone, red-headed mug. <laughs> Hello, friends of the ether waves. This here's Fibber McGee having a little joke with that fine officer and gentleman, Sergeant Slickery. Slattery. Yeah. The mouse ran up the cop. <laughs> Now, will you two let us be getting on with our inquiring reporter and... Well, Chucks, we might as well be interviewing the officer, Molly. What was the most interesting experience you ever had, Sarge? Uh, well, let's see now. I believe it was when I was attached in the uh, 21st Precinct. One I ever day... tell you how I caught the carbine bandit single-handed, Sarge? Uh, no, but this was one day in the summertime. In 1922, I yes, was... Yes, sir, I caught him single-handed. There was nine of them. <laughs> Toughest criminals ever seen in the town. I walked right up to him and says, okay, chumps, I says, oh. you might as well give up. Oh, yeah, they says. Yeah, says I, ducking a knife they throwed at me and smiling. <laughs> Standing there, cool as a cucumber into my motorman's uniform. Yeah, now my most On they come, and just as they was reaching for me, with knives and clubs and brickbats and guns, I reaches behind me and lassoes them with a live wire, carrying four million volts. <laughs> Electrocuted every one of them onto the spot. Well, why didn't you get a shock, too, McGee? I had on my motorman's uniform, Molly. And so what? I was a non-conductor. <laughs> <laughs> well, my most thrilling experience was one day when ah, I was... thanks, uh, officer, uh, thanks. I'm sure that there was a real nerve-wrecking experience. <laughs> Sometime we'll ask you for another one of them thrilling, hair-raising stories. I'm sorry you got to get back on duty. Now, friends... Oh, here comes little Teeny. Hello there, Teeny. Oh, hello there, Teeny. Doing, huh? We're interviewing folks for the radio station, Teeny. You want to be interviewed? I don't know what that is, I bet you. <laughs> Chuck, all you got to do is answer questions, like, for instance, uh, well, what did you have for Thanksgiving? A stomachache. No, no. No, uh, did you have chicken or turkey, Teeny? I couldn't tell. I didn't have any feathers on. Oh. <laughs> Where are you headed for now, Teeny? I'm going down to the big store to see Santa Claus. He's the last one, I bet you. Why, shucks, they'll always be a Santa Claus, Teeny. What makes you think the Santa Claus you'll see is the last one? Well, gee, I saw all the 
the other ones, I bet you. Oh. I saw the Santa Claus at Wagner's store and the Santa Claus at Jones's store and the Santa Claus at the furniture store, and now I'm going to see the Santa Claus at the department store, I bet you. Oh. He's the last one I got to see. <laughs> well, Chuck, you giving your orders to all, all of them, Teeny? <laughs> no. I didn't give it to any of them. Until I find the biggest Santa Claus. The biggest? On, mm-hmm, on account of, I bet you, if he's the biggest, he can carry the most stuff, I bet you. Oh, I see. Well, I guess I gotta go now, I guess. Bye, Mr. McGee. Goodbye, Bye, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> ah, shucks, that kid ain't so dumb, Molly. No. <laughs> She'll probably go and borrow the Boston Red Sox to hang up Christmas Eve. <laughs> Oh, hello there, Geraldine. Hello, Geraldine. Say, how'd you like to be interviewed? Interviewed? For the radio? Yeah. Oh, I just love it. Well. <laughs> I mean, I really would. Well. I hope you asked me some really intellectual questions. Well, uh... <laughs> I remember when Gerald's geometry teacher asked him how to square the circle. Square the circle? <laughs> and Gerald said he wouldn't. No? <laughs> He'd just get out his kitty car and circle the square. <laughs> I mean, he really said that. Well, he isn't did. it just too, too ducky? Yeah. I mean, isn't it really? Yeah, I know, but the question we're asking today is, do you think the next big political movement... <gasps> <laughs> now, there is something I do know about. I mean, I really do. Uh, really. Uh, well, uh... And Cheryl says what most politicians ought to run for is dear life. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that just too, too penetrating? Well, I mean, is it really? Uh, yes, but uh, our questions 20 are... 20 questions. I know, 20 questions. We always play that at our house. Oh. <laughs> I just love to play that. <laughs> Somebody asked Daryl last night how many lives a cat has, and Daryl said 18 because ours was leading a double life. <laughs> I know, but... Oh, you're just shy. <laughs> you must let him meet people more, Mrs. McGee. Oh, I mean, God. you really must. It's just like Gerald says. Nobody knows what they can do till they try. <laughs> well, <laughs> I must be off. I'll say so. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for interviewing me. Little, little, little. Little. <laughs> 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 Hello, friends of the ether wave. <laughs> that was... <laughs> That, 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 Molly. That, friends of the Easter Wave. That, 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 Swiss bell ringer. In about one minute, I'm going over Now, McGee, that. you'll do nothing of the kind. You'll... Oh, here comes Sylvia Watson back again. Oh, Sylvia. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you all still talking that old microphone? What say, Sil? I say, y'all still talking that little old microphone? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we're nearly through for the day, silly. Let's ask him a few more questions, McGee. Okay. Why does a chicken cross the road, Sil? What? <laughs> Why does a chicken cross the road? What road? Well, shucks, what difference does it make? What road? Yes, but what difference do it make? Why go cross? <laughs> ah, he's got you there, McGee. Okay. Listen, silly. Suppose you were flying an airplane. No, no, ma- uh-uh. no, man, not me. Oh, no, no. Wait a minute. This here's just a categorical question, Phil. What? Uh, I says this here's just a categorical question. Nobody's going to ask you to fly no airplane. Yes, I hope not. <laughs> well, now then, if you was flying a plane 10,000 feet up and the wings fell off and you had no parachute, what would you do? Well, Phil, remember, our friends of the ether waves are listening for the answer. What would you do? You better hurry, silly. Remember, you're falling 16 feet a second. Yes, my better... What? (laughs) 
I said you'd better hurry. You're falling 16 feet a second. I guess y'all better get out of the way then, ma'am, because y'all come and I just can't think of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was silly Watson who... Say, they're dead breaded. How can a feller oh, concentrate for that? Oh, now, for that? heaven's sake, Mickey, don't oh, lose your God. temper. He's doing a good work collecting money for the pool. I know, but Chuck, that don't give him no right. Hey, there. Sandy Claus. Sandy Claus. Come here, am I? Say, listen here, you big, fat, be-whiskered... McGee. <laughs> Excuse me, but St. Nicholas, <laughs> would you mind muffling that there bell for a while till we get through broadcasting? What did he say, McGee? Shucks, I can't hear nothing through them whiskers. Take them off, bud. Sure. Take off the beard, Mr. Santa Claus, so we can hear what you say. Well, if it ain't Harpo! <laughs> Hello, everybody. I've just been standing here on the corner waiting to tell you that now is the time to make your floors beautiful with Johnson's Local. You know, there'll be a lot of wear and tear on floors during the holiday season. You certainly won't want to spend much time cleaning them when there are so many pleasanter things to do. You'll save yourself hours of work by ordering Johnson's Glow Coat right away. Just pour a little of this liquid polish right onto the clean floor. Spread it lightly over the surface with a soft cloth or the special glow coat applier. Twenty minutes later, the floor will be dry and shining like new. Dust and dirt can't penetrate the tough glow coat polish. Spots wipe off easily. Think of the time and labor you'll be saved. And here's a suggestion. It's very economical to buy glow coat in the larger size can. Thank you, friends. Now, here's your mic, Fibber. And here's your beard, Nick. And here's Mark Kelly, friends of the Ether Wave. You ready over there? announcement of unusual interest, believing that in America there is a great deal of musical talent which has never had a chance to make itself known, 
Rico Marcelli is inaugurating a nationwide contest for amateur songwriters. If you have an original melody which you think might be made into a popular song, send it to Rico Marcelli in care of the National Broadcasting Company, Chicago. It's not necessary to buy anything in order to enter this contest. Everybody is eligible excepting professional songwriters. A cash prize of $100 will be awarded by the sponsors of this program, S.C. Johnson & Son. And in addition, the winning song will be published by Irving Berlin Incorporated, who will pay the writer standard royalties. The winning song will also be featured on one of the Fibber McGee future broadcasts. Now, this amateur songwriter's contest closes January 1st, 1936. For complete information about the contest rules, address Rico Marcelli, in care of the National Broadcasting Company, Chicago. Or see complete details of the contest on page 8 of next week's issue of Radio Guide. Next Monday, at this same hour, we'll meet Fibber McGee and Molly again as they do a little Christmas shopping. This is that polished fellow, Harlow Wilcox, shining off. Good night. Thank <laughs> you.